Welcome to How Travel Writers Self-Publish. This podcast brings you the most up-to-date and relevant advice, tips, and strategies to get your travel book written, self-published, and marketed to a global audience. And here's your host, travel writer and digital nomad, Jay Artali. Today's show is all about creating an effective book title that's going to entice your readers to want to buy your book. Now, a book title is an important element in your path to purchase. So before readers will click a buy button, they'll look at your cover, they'll look at the title and subtitle, they'll click to your books page and look at the description, and only once you've got them over those first three hurdles will they be enticed to hit the buy button. Of course, that's the scenario for your readers buying your books online. But what about paperbacks in a bookshop? Shelf space is at a premium and most books are squashed into the shelf with their spines outward. Guess what your readers see first? Yep, your title. So we're going to look at the traditional format of a non-fiction title and the different variations that you can use in order to make sure that your title fits your book's personality. I've heard many authors refer to their books as their babies. Naming your book can be just as challenging as naming a child. And while parents of real live babies may not finalise the baby's name until it's born, chances are they've been mulling over different names for the nine months prior to the birth. And the same goes for a book title. You don't have to name your book as soon as you start writing it, but you should definitely start thinking about titles so that by the time you get to a point in your publishing schedule where you need the title to be finalised, you've already got a short list of ideas to pick from. And while your title is in this experimentation phase, it's called a working title. This lets people know that it's a work in progress and it has a potential to change. So just because your title isn't finalised doesn't mean that you can't start talking about your book publicly. Maybe you want to give status updates on it or let people know where you are in the publication process. So if you're using a title that's not finalised, always add a disclaimer after the title that designates that it's a working title or add working title in brackets or parentheses after your title. You know, I believe that your book title is the most hard-working element of your whole book. Primarily, it has to convey in a narrow and straightforward way as possible what the book is about. But straightforward titles can be boring, so what words can you add to the title that's going to catch a reader's attention or pique their curiosity? Your title can also hint at who it's aimed at. So by now you've identified your target audience. So how do you incorporate that target audience into your title or subtitle? And now that you've identified your audience, how do you let them know what's in it for them? And by that, I mean, what's the benefits of them picking up your book and reading it? Why is your book speaking specifically to them? And what does it promise it'll deliver? You can also use your title to showcase its distinctive features so that when the reader is looking at multiple books on the same topic, they know that this book will deliver exactly what they need. So as you see, this is a hard-working title, and you need to put a lot of thought into what you're going to name your book. So you can't leave it to the very end to come up with a quick title. You need to start thinking about your title as early in the process as possible. 
Your primary goal as a travel writer is to entice travellers or armchair travellers to buy your book. So the title you choose has to be a clear representation of what your travel guide embodies. A travel guide title should tell your audience how you're approaching the topic. Your working title is more than just a convenient way to refer to your book. A carefully chosen working title can also help you stay focused and generate enthusiasm for your project. Now, a working title is just a starting point. During your research and writing process, you'll no doubt revisit and improve your working title multiple times. Your book is your baby, and you'll have to make sure that its name fits its face. A working title is fluid, and you can amend it as many times as you want. It'll continue to evolve during the writing process, so that by the time you get to the production or promotion phase, you know what to call your book. So let's delve into the anatomy of a non-fiction title. Traditionally, a non-fiction title exists in two parts, separated by a colon. But within that framework are multiple directions you can take your working title. First off is a short title plus a subtitle description. The first part of a title is usually a short, catchy segment that reflects the overall theme or intent of your book. And the second part, the subtitle, provides a straightforward description of a book's content and tells the reader exactly what to expect. So here's a couple of examples. DK Eyewitness Guides, The Greek Islands, or Fodor's Greek Islands, With Great Cruises and the Best of Athens, The Travel Book, A Journey Through Every Country in the World, Dive the World, A global tour of wrecks, walls, caves and blue holes from the Red Sea to the Great Barrier Reef. Another way to craft your title is to use your subtitle to describe the tone of your book. So here's an example that suggests the stance and tone you're taking as an author. Flashpacking around Cambodia, quit your job and get a life. Now, this second example indicates a sense of fun and leads you to believe that the author is taking a light-hearted approach to the travel guide. And it also broadcasts baby boomers as the target audience. Flashpacking around Thailand. Move over millennials, the baby boomers are reclaiming the hippie trail. Instead of using a straightforward title with a subtitle, you could use your title to be ambiguous and then use your subtitle to add some clarification. And here's a couple of examples of this. Terence Talks Travels, The Quirky Tourist Guide to Cape Town, A Paradise on Earth, The Complete Travel Guide to Phuket and Thailand, Clued in London, The Concise and Opinionated Guide to the City, Bulls Before Breakfast, running with the bulls and celebrating the fiesta in Pampelona, Spain. So as you see through all of these examples, if you only looked at the title, you'd have no idea what the travel guide was about. But as soon as you add a subtitle that has clarification, those two elements work really well together. Of course, these are just guidelines, not rules. You can also combine the structure of your title. The benefit of including a subtitle is it's an opportunity to feature more keywords and that can increase your discoverability. But some nonfiction books don't have subtitles and just use a title that can stand on its own. If your title is clear and catchy, 
don't feel that you have to append a subtitle to it. Many mainstream travel guides don't use a subtitle. Take a look at these examples. Rick Steves Istanbul, The Traveller's History of Turkey, The 500 Hidden Secrets of Miami, The Independent Guide to Universal Orlando 2019, and Vegetarian Europe. Don't get too fixated on creating the perfect title this early in the process. Remember, this is only a working title and can change many times before you settle on your final title. Instead, start by creating a title and subtitle combination as your working title, and throughout the writing process, you can work on refining it. As you move through the different writing stages, the writing style and tone you settle on will further define your working title and lead you to your final title. I like to use this title creation process as a way of taking a break from writing content, but still be working towards a completed travel guide. It's good to take frequent breaks from researching and writing content and give your brain time to process thoughts and ideas. You're engaging a different part of your creative thought process when you create and refine your title. So use it as an opportunity to do a bit of creative brainstorming. Take time to play around with your working title, brainstorm some ideas or make a list. If you think you've come up with a jazzer, don't forget it, write it down. One primary thing to consider is you will increase your chances of your book selling better if you make it as easy as possible for your readers to know what you're selling and what to expect with your book. So a good rule of thumb is do not create such an obscure title that is not immediately evident what your book is about. You've been listening to the How Travel Writers Self-Published Podcast, hosted by digital nomad and travel writer Jay Artali. Visit us at www.birdsofafeatherpress.com. Thank you.